Welcome to the Love Grove Podcast, where we talk about marriage, life, faith, current events, and everything in between. Oh, and most importantly, love. Come on. Learn how to live your best life in our world today. What up, my Love Grove people? This is Tommy. And this is Meredith. And today we're going to be talking about how to fix insecurities in your relationships. How to fix insecurities. This is a big one. Yeah, it is a big one. Because for one, insecure people are not attractive. Let me just put that out there. Why aren't they attractive, man? Because you need to step into your own. Be bold about what you want. Right. What you like. For one, let's talk about insecurity for a second. It's a very, I I won't say that it's, it weakens, let's say Wow, you just rushed right into the topic. You don't even know. I know. It's just because it's a very passionate topic of mine. (laughs) Because I feel like, because of what I do for a living, I hear from women all the time talking about mm-hmm. relationships and their marriages and, you know, all this stuff. And, you know, it's like, I don't know how many times people compare their relationships and their marriages with other people. Yeah, that's not a good thing. What is for you is for, for you. you. And for my you. thing is, is you got to be bold in what you have to offer and who you are as a person and be fulfilled individually. And oh, yeah. Then you can then be pre- present yourself to somebody else and in that they can take it or leave it. Right. But for people, and I will say there's personality differences. Now, right. obviously my personality is very strong and very, I won't say abrasive, but very forthcoming right. and unfiltered. Right. And that's just part of who I am. Now exactly. for someone who is a little bit more on the soft spoken side, someone who tends to, you know, hold things in and that may be your personality. Right. I get that. And you may be an observer. I get that. Well, some of those people, they always take offense to everything. Well, in that, that's what I'm saying is you can't use your personality or excuse your personality into being in a relationship that is, for one, unfulfilling. Or, and two, that you're so insecure that you're not even secure with who you are. And in return, you're insecure in your relationship. Right, because it's not a good thing for you and it's not a good thing for the person that you're trying to connect yourself with because it's only going to mess them up. Absolutely. And it's going to make them miserable and it's not going to be a good thing. Oh, absolutely. For one, if you don't know what you have to offer to anybody, why would... Don't make someone else miserable with you. Absolutely. And why would someone want to be with you if you don't feel secure in who you are? Right. And that's the thing is we all have moments in life, I'm not going to say... You're going to have insecure moments, whatever. But I'm talking about you're allowing your insecurities to completely direct your decisions and direct your life. And you end up with people who are only using those weaknesses. But there's a difference between a small insecurity and like a roadblocking insecurity. Right. That's just directing your life in areas that... Well, there, it's not yeah. good for you, you know? Yeah, well, there's levels of insecurity, whether right. you had a situation that you trusted someone and they, you know, abused your, your trust and did something right. they weren't supposed to. Or so there's levels to insecurity. There is levels of insecurities, <laughs> absolutely. And I right. will say that, I'm not to say that you are to pretend to be the strong person. You've got to be honest with where you're at, right. you know, in the insecurity part. But, you know, it's for one, it's kind of like, I, I can say this because I'm a woman, so... I will say this from a woman's perspective, okay. but we tend to, in our minds, 
definitely replay things, right? So we replay fights or we replay <laughs> whatever. And then men, on the other hand, tend to, once it's done, it's done. It's done. And they tend to we not. We just move on. They don't dwell. We're dwellers. Women tend to dwell. It's because we, we're focused. We're, we're just retarded. No, we lead our lives by emotion, and that's dangerous. It's yeah, very it's dangerous. not good. It's a very dangerous place to be that's in. That's why it's very important to have a mind. Absolutely. <laughs> It, it, there's balance it in the balance world. everything yeah, right. exactly because my thing is is like for for certain insecurities you know you're not like other people you compare yourself to someone else or you always feel like you're a failure or you never get anything right or no one's ever gonna love you or right. you know you stay in a relationship with someone because you feel like that's the only person who's gonna be drawn to you or, or the only person who's gonna ever like you the person even treating you good right right and you're staying in it because you feel like that's all you can get because right. for one you feel like you're too fat or you're you know you're not pretty enough but or quick question have, do you think it stems from their childhood and what their parents did prior or you think it's a learned thing or Ooh, that's it's a, a deep, trait. That's a deep question. <laughs> it's a what question? That's a, a deep, deep question. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I feel like for different people, it could be different things. I right. feel like you can come from an awesome childhood and still have some insecurities. Have insecurities because, for one, you have to deal with it. There's no right. parent in the world. I mean, the thing is, is you all we all have different childhoods. We've all been brought right. up. Our parents, some are really strict, and then some let you do whatever the world you want to. So, right. to say. That it's that I would say that it would maybe have an influence on right. it. Maybe I think with um, the parental thing and how kids grow up, um, it helps that when kids do have insecurities, like the type of you know child the parent mold. You know, right. if they you know mold a strong child to have strong you know personality, strong you know belief system, that when these insecurities arise. They get talk of those things, yeah. Because even strong people deal with the insecurities and all the type of stuff. But oh, it's absolutely. how the parent mold their um child's you know mindset, right? So I mean, they could have like a weak mindset, a strong mindset, insecurities, insecurities, yeah. But it's how their parent, how their parents raise them, right? To tackle those things. Well, and don't, that's how I look at it. Yeah, don't be fooled though. Doesn't make sense. Yeah, it makes sense. Okay. Like, don't be fooled by people. Who are overly confident either. Right. Because overly confident people doesn't mean that they don't deal with insecurities as well. Right. People who are loud and people who are the center of attention and I could deal with overconfident people, but just don't be loud and abrasive and always have to comment on every single thing. Or always have to be heard or whatever. Right, because that's a huge turn off. Yeah, because my thing is is like you because that's the comparing yourself. Right. If you're a quiet person, okay, compared to someone like me who is very unfiltered. Don't compare. But your unfiltered is a good unfiltered. You know, right. it's not abrasive, and you no, I'm not being force your opinions on other people. No, and that's what you do. You have to understand that. I mean, you got to understand the difference, and you can't compare who you are to someone else. So, for one, and when you're talking about your relationship, and you're trying to be secure in that relationship, for one, communicate. Because I mean, come on, we've talked about that twenty times over. It's like Charlie Brown, communicate, communicate, <laughs> exactly. You know, is I mean, you can't you can't survive without it. So right. you can try, but you're not going to get very far. And um, it's of the most importance, though. Communication is where it's at. Well, and the thing is, is if you don't have anything to offer as a person, you know, then at the end of the day, what is attractive? What is attractive about you? And I'm saying not the physical. I don't want you to focus on that part. I want you to focus on what are you doing in your life to attract, to be a magnet, to draw people to you 
that if you're just an ugly person and you're very rude and whatever, and you go through right. all these things and you're not doing anything with your life and you're, you lack focus and whatever. These are all things that can be changed. These right. are all superficial things. Temporary things. Very temporary. But if you are questioning, like let's say, you know, wherever you're at in life, wherever you find yourself, if you're single in the moment or you're in a very dissatisfied relationship, you have to come to the conclusion mm-hmm. is, okay, if I'm, am I with this person because I feel like this is the only person I can have? Or am I with this person because I feel like they will better me and that this is going somewhere, like we're going right. whatever? Or am I compromising who I am and compromising my own happiness to deal with them? Then you got to change things. It needs to be because changed. Because you can't compromise who you are and what your passions are and what your, right. you know, what your, your own goals in life and all that. You can't sacrifice those things just because to go be with someone. Right. It's better to be bad by yourself than be bad with somebody. But if the person don't have a true sense of who they are, then they're going to fall into that. Well, and, and, I th- I, and, and like I said, it goes back to the whole parenting thing and, and how their parents mold their minds while they're growing up. Yeah. So if the person doesn't have a true sense of who they are and what they should be with their lives, they're going to attach themselves to, to someone who's giving off that false confidence and it's going to be a train wreck. Right. You know? Or they're going to, they love the idea in the beginning, right? Because, you know, everyone puts their best foot forward. Right. So, you know, you're, you've, you are in love or in lust, whatever it is, with the person that they present to you. Right. But then when all that comfortable part goes down and everyone becomes who, this is who they really are. Right. You know, if you're an outgoing person and they're a bum on the couch and they don't right. like, and they don't, all they want to do is sit and watch football and drink a beer. Okay, if that's not you and you're a person who enjoys being outdoors or you want to go do things, he is presenting who he is to you. Right. Okay. Exactly. He's presenting himself. So take it or leave it. Right. And if you don't (laughs) like it, leave it. Move on. And I'm not saying it's very superficial. So I'm not saying, you know, this is the end all and break up with someone because they're doing things. But these are essential building blocks though, babe. Absolutely. These are, yeah. And the building blocks of your future. Right. Exactly. Because if, um, if you're looking at, you know, the foundational principles, you got to come down to the point of, you know, can we compromise here? So you can like sit there and watch a game with them. But if he can't physically get up, and do the things that you want to do. That's it's a problem. That's a problem. And the same thing for a female. A same thing for a female to a to a guy. So if a guy wants to do things and a female doesn't want to follow, then it's the right. same. It's the same thing. It is. So you definitely have to can't compromise that. You you have you have to learn to say no, and be okay with that. Because right. if you don't say no and you're just the yes person, then you're in that yes, you're compromising your own desires for someone else. Exactly. But if someone's not doing the same thing for you then you're not not it's not a relationship but then it goes back to communication you need to communicate those things to your spouse or the person in relationship with that i'm not being fulfilled right and these things need to change and if they don't want to change whether it's a male or female you need to move on absolutely and invest your time in someone who's going to (laughs) help build you and help build your your personality what it needs to be to be a better spouse right so yeah because I, I mean even though you come into the relationship with with the tools necessary to have a a great relationship um with connecting yourself with someone that also builds your mindset that also builds your your spirituality that also builds you to be a better person absolutely. and you learn a lot of things in those relationships yep so i mean even though you think you got it all together when you come to a relationship you know i know these things already but relationships help 
mold you to who you need to be to help other people. Absolutely. That's how I look at it. Absolutely. You know, I mean, not just skipping from person to person, but I mean, that one essential relationship is going to help you to be that person who God designed you to be. Absolutely. So, yeah, that's how I look at it, at least. Yeah, that's a very valid point. Because my thing is, confident people, people who are confident with who they are, don't overpromise things, right? Exactly. So, they're not going to be one to... To be like, I'm going to, let me get this, let me make sure I get all these whatever in a row and the, my ducks in a row and I'm going to do all this stuff. You're, you can't be a people pleaser in a relationship. You definitely have to stand strong into your value, what you want to do with your time. And then in that, it all has to align with the end goals for your life, whether you're directed by the spiritual goals or you're, you know, directed by what your natural goals are like. Just completing school. And well, let's be honest. Everything revolves around the spiritual goal. Oh, absolutely. Whether you believe it or not. Because at the end of the day, we're all going to leave this earth and we're all going to go somewhere. Yep. So everything is a revolving door. Yep. And with each generation, you know, this is our generation now and we're going to have an end. You know, we had our start and we're going to have our end. Right. So, I mean, everything revolves around the spiritual world until, you know, Christ returns. Exactly. So, I mean, it all goes back to spirituality. Right. So, that's why it's very important to have a spiritual base, which is Jesus. Yep. Not just God, not the the universe or whatever. Or not the man upstairs. Oh, no. Right. Jesus. Jesus. J-E-S-U-S. He's my Lord and King. Oh, God. So, let's bring it back to my kids. songs. Bring it back to the kids' kids' church. Oh, God. <laughs> but yeah, so it's very that's a very good point. Yeah, and, um, very very good point. Because I just believe people get so wrapped up in and oh what this is or what I'm doing or how much money I'm making. At the end of the day, the end goal is to please Christ, right? To fulfill and, your calling. And I will say too, with that, you know, people will talk about oh, there's the natural part of it in the sense of you got to make money and whatever. I will say this: if you are so focused on the um, the how, right, like how it's going to happen and how we're going to do this, whatever, that you lose sight of the faith aspect because right. faith is you know believing in things that you cannot see. Exactly. Um. In in that, when you're talking about whatever, people will work so hard or whatever. I'm going to tell you when you are obedient to what God has asked you to do. Provision is going to come. Whether, exactly. Whether you inter- always whether you intercede or you pray or you fast about it, it doesn't right. matter. It's a spiritual principle. When you are obedient to the things of God, it will provision will come to you. Always, one hundred percent of the time. I will give you a small, small example of this when it talks about just being secure in your giftings and who you are as a person. Um, I will say I when I had to take time off work, so I'm down to three days a week, right? When Dom came to me months ago and we, he was saying about um, that God wanted him to um, to do this worship night. So he was like, I really believe that we need to do this and we need to do it in August. That gives us, you know, an ample amount of time, you know, to get all our stuff together and to save for whatever. I said, great, let's do it. I'm not once that once was I like, oh, no, I don't know. I don't know. Right. It was the thing where God provided. I took off way more than what I normally do. And God provided way before the night even came and ample supply. Right. I mean, we literally have more than what we needed. Exactly. And I want to tell you, when you're obedient to what God has asked you to do, 
you don't even have the the way to go about doing it. Exactly. But when you're doing it, because that's what God's asked, the provision will come. And that's what I'm saying with when it comes to your spouse or you're believing God for something in your life, this is what's going to come to you. You stay obedient and true to right, who God has called you to. Two people who are um, focused on that end goal. Absolutely. And once both people are doing what's, what's necessary for it to happen, I mean, there is no open space for the enemy. Right. And things are going to happen. Right. You have 100% assurance that is going to happen. Absolutely. And I mean, we're not saying not to enjoy your lives and not to enjoy money because we enjoy money. Right. We enjoy our lives. We we enjoy everything. But there is a, 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 a thing to this. There is a, 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 a beginning and an end, like I said. So you have to be mindful of everything that you do. It always leads to something else. Absolutely. Does it lead to, to that end goal that we all want to be at or does it lead to a detour that's going to lead in heartache yeah absolutely so every choice is a step closer yeah to the end goal right and 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 in choosing that when we're talking about your relationships you know you don't think how important it is to choose the person that you're investing your time with but if that person is taking you down a, down a detour, it's only going to prolong the situation. It's right. only going to, the inevitable is going to happen. Right. You're going to have to end it. You're going to have to deal with it. And you're going to have to, so either you deal with it now and you move on or you find some kind of place to get back. Y'all both can get back on track, right. whatever it is. Because And what I dislike is when, you know, people say, oh, well, you know, God is using that to teach you a lesson. 99% of the times is human error. Absolutely. It has nothing to do with God. It's about you being stupid and deciding to do what you want to do. Absolutely. And not having discernment and listening to what God wants you to do. Right. You know? So it's not God teaching you a lesson or, or, or God's just, you know, proving you. Right. To um, see, you know, that whole refinest oh, yeah. fire thing. And that testing. He's right. testing he's, you. Right. He's, he's testing you. No, you're just stupid and you decided the wrong thing. Right. We all make decisions. We have stupid moments. Right. I have stupid moments. Meredith has stupid moments. No, but no. it's how you recover from those stupid moments. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. you just said I no. Know. I don't have to. <laughs> you said no, no. I'm pretty perfect. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's but me and Jesus on the throne. You know? <laughs> you're crazy, man. <laughs> but it's how you recover from those moments. I yeah. mean, no one's perfect, and that's why there's grace. You make a mistake, you get up on your feet, and you take off running. Right, but see, my thing is, what's see, mistakes for me are not the issue. Right. When people make mistakes, right. I'm like, you know, get up. It's it's how exactly like you said, it's how someone comes from the mistake that distinguishes their character right. and their morals and, right. and what they um direct their life with. So exactly. I completely agree with that for sure. Because it's one of those things is you you know, we're gonna make mistakes. You're gonna make you're gonna make detours, you're gonna make things. Plan A becomes plan B, plan B becomes plan C. Right. These are all things that that yes, does God in all of it, it all works out? Absolutely. But are there things that you could avoid through the process? Absolutely. Right. Are there a heartache you can avoid? Absolutely. Now, I want you to speak on this um, oh, about how people say, you know, it all works together for the good. Oh, yeah, that scripture. Because everybody uses that. Yeah. Everyone says, oh, but it all works together. You know, God is, is causing those things to happen for your good. Right. Here's the issue that I have but with it's that for, statement. But it's, it's through his will and his purpose, though. Right. Like, because of the mistakes or whatever, that it all is, it he all turns it to good. Right. Like, the mistakes or whatever. And I will say this. Like, when people find themselves in a situation where they've either had a baby out of wedlock or they've cheated on a spouse or whatever, 
I think sometimes it's a cop out, and I'm going to say this in the most nicest mm-hmm. way possible. No, say it. Um, but I've had people and I've had situations, and I've made them mad by saying this. But you know, choosing to sleep with someone before you are married, based on the biblical principles that you know you're supposed to wait before you get married or whatever to have sex. Right. Um. That is a personal decision, and that's a personal decision that you made. Exactly, and you have the physical consequence of it because of a personal decision you made. Right now, can God still love you? Absolutely. Oh yeah, because God loved you when you lay down with when you lay down with the person. But I will say this: He's not going to. He didn't bring that child into your life to make you a better person. Right. And I will say this, you were a better person with or without the child. Exactly. So we have to say God's not going to make you pregnant or to make you make that decision so that he'll bring good into your life. Exactly. These are all personal things, that, decisions that you made to, this, to to get where you were. Exactly. Now, this all things work together for your good. I will say the way that scripture is, is it's not that he's going, he loves you in the midst of it all. And I think this is where people kind of turn it and twist it is all things work together for the good. That doesn't come down to, I'm going to put things in your life and I'm going to test you. I'm going to see what you can do. Right. It all comes down to, I'm going to love you in the midst of everything. Exactly. And I'm going to be here when you're ready to make the right decisions. Exactly. And he's that's always what it there. Comes down to. And he's you always know? speaking to you. Right. So we can't, you know, these are all physical things that we choose to do. Exactly. So, you know, that would just be like if I wanted to go out and just start having a drinking bin and wanted to do whatever. Right. You know, God is still there for me. Does God still have good things for me? Absolutely. Me and Meredith are a bit torn on the whole drinking thing. Because yeah. I feel like there's nothing wrong with drinking. But Meredith. I don't think there's anything <clears throat> wrong with it. It's excess, excessive right. drinking. Right. Because um, I don't mind seeing a Christian. You know, go out and have steak and potatoes and have like a nice sweet wine with them. I, mean, I, right. I, I think there's nothing wrong with that. But other people who are so steeped in the religion and so steeped in the works, you know, be like, oh, this person drinking liquor, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, they, I mean, I take that try. Well, somewhere else. the whole problem with that is, is they're the probably the ones at the house drinking a, a 10 pack or 12, whatever it comes in. Was it coming in a 12 pack? Right. A 12 pack of um, um, beer. And um, then someone would say, but what does that lead to? It doesn't lead to anything. I mean, it leads to another choice. Exactly. <laughs> it leads to eating the rest of your, your dinner. Exactly. It leads to you enjoying your wine with your steak and potatoes and going home. But see, this is where right. people have the issue with free will. And this is, this this is going to be a whole other topic and we'll, we'll let's yeah. let's do our next podcast yeah, on yeah, that. Yeah, 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 we'll do yeah. our next podcast on that. Um, but I will say when it comes to that, you got to come down to free will and individual decision. You cannot force anyone to do anything. Right. So in that is when you're choosing a spouse, you're talking about where let's going back to the insecurity in your right. marriage and, <laughs> we were going and, way off. and in your relationship <laughs> is going back to that is in listening. You have to listen Listen to the things that are not being said. Right, and exactly. Those are the things that you have to kind of key in on and be observant. And sometimes being a loud person, you miss out on those things because right. you're not an observer. You're more of a, you know, this is what you get and whatever. But you sometimes have to pull back that personality a little bit. And really when you're evaluating who you want to spend the rest of your life with, you got to evaluate those things. Listen to what they're not saying. Right. And this is where you're going to really find their true self because exactly. anyone can can read you your rights and anyone can can spit whatever they want. Yeah, and know? sound prolific and sound like they know what they're saying and sound. Do not go by these people on these videos who sound all prolific and sound like they're so wise and no. What do people do? What do they do in in exactly. their spare time? I could care less if you are the best speaker, you are the best this, you're the best that. No, what do you actually do? Absolutely. 
And what is your fruit? And my thing too is don't take when you're a confident person and you don't allow the insecurities to take over. Don't allow. Don't okay. I'm gonna say how I'm gonna say this. Don't feel like you have to prove yourself and prove who you are and prove your standards and your morals and you have to do all this. Just stand in whatever you are wanting to express or you're wanting to exude or whatever. Stand in those things and allow other people to have their opinion. Allow other people to have their perspective and don't fight and try to prove your point. Just show them. A confident person doesn't feel like they have to prove anything to anyone. Exactly. A confident person shows them. Shows them. Exactly. And this is what I think makes a huge difference. And I feel like the church needs to, to hone in on this is don't be lip service to people. Right. Show them who God is through the way that you act. Show them. And instead of judging them for every little thing and every little mark that they're going to do against what God, who God represents and what God is and who he is as a person. And maybe if these religious people, you know, really tune into the word of God and do things the way God wants them to do it, they'll really see miracle signs and wonders so they can show people who don't believe in Christ that God is real and, that's what, and Christ yeah. is real. Right. So, I mean, it all falls into place. Right. Because my thing is now is you, you have to show them, like, show them, show them, show them. All these religious people in these churches, and I will say this in the nicest way possible, but all they're doing is showing they're tr- they're one upping each other. Right. You know, so you have all these religious churches that one person goes up there to sing, Ooh, sister so and so done sing that song good. Yeah, then nah, all of a sudden, yeah. this other person comes and here he comes singing every run and doing whatever and he's not even it's in not the presence effective. of God. It's no. not effective at all. No. And there so, are to me, this is a different topic. There are very few singers who can actually be extremely, you know, um, talented in their singing right. and equally as anointed. Right. Absolutely. You know, but these people see all these people doing those things and their focus is the flesh. Absolutely. And nothing is being done. It's just a bunch of people with their phones. Oh, sing that, do that. And no You're one's not, being changed. No, and no one's, no, no one's no. being changed. No one's being, their lives aren't being touched. We need to have a talk about, um, you know, the black church and, and the corniness of people. Um, 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 um talk about the white church and all that type of stuff because yep. that'll be a whole nother podcast oh that's a whole nother we got two good podcasts that we're going to come up <laughs> and, and bring to you all right but these are the things people don't want to talk about because everyone wants to take offense to everything right you know at some point we got to get down to the nitty-gritty <laughs> get down to the truth exactly get down just pull it all apart and be like look this is what it is and let's move forward and let's do this thing the right way you right. know and let's not compete we're all doing we're all doing the same thing you know what i mean Oh yeah. So yeah. All right. Well, that's our little rant for the day. <laughs> Even we run in so many different directions. I know, so many different directions. So hopefully, <laughs> you got the summary of this. Yeah. And our point of, of insecurities this <laughs> was: do not be insecure and stand true to who you are as a person. And in that, your spouse, if you haven't found them yet, will be there. You just have to stand true, stand stand the test of time. Oh yeah. And um, remain stay focused. Remain focused and stay yes. committed. And don't think about the big picture. And don't sacrifice. Because that's all that matters at the end of the day is the big picture. All these other things are just temporary and, and fleeting. It's it's, it's going to pass. But the big picture is going to last till the end of time. Absolutely. So big picture, people. Big, 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 big picture. <laughs> all right, guys. It was great listening. Not listening. It was I, great. Oh, my See, God. Here you go again. I mess it up every time. I'm it was just great talking with you. Talking with you. And we will speak to you again. Sounds good. And don't forget to subscribe and share it with your family and friends. And rate it. And rate it. Sounds good. All right. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Love Grove Podcast with Meredith and Dommy. 
Let us know your thoughts by leaving your review. And be sure to subscribe and share these episodes through iTunes. You can also connect with Meredith and Dami through Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Until next time.